My heart is broken. Words from Desiree Young, who is the mother of Karen Harmon. The boy has been missing for 10 years. You mean everything to us, said Tony Young, Karen's stepfather. And until you come home, this family's not complete. Please, Karen, keep up the hope. A parent's worst nightmare. A missing child. It could be a normal day, a part of a daily schedule, until it becomes the worst day of your life. Around 800,000 children go missing every year. That's around 2,000 children per day. Every day, children are being taken and abducted from their homes, and some never return. That's the case with Kyron Horman. Kyron Horman was seven when he was kidnapped and reported missing on June 4, 2010. It was a normal day for Kyron and his family. Kyron got on the bus, went to school, and then was picked up by his stepmother, and she had taken him to a science fair. Unfortunately, things didn't go according to plan. His bus driver reported that Kyron was never on the bus that day, and he was also reported absent at school. His stepmother, Terry Harmon, was the last person to see him after he allegedly attended a science fair. Kyron Harmon was described as a timid, shy boy who would never shift far from his mother, so the option of him running away was immediately removed. It is speculated that Kyron was kidnapped at school, which is a very rare occurrence as school is supposed to be a place that protects its students from harm and predators. But first, let's talk about Kyron's family. Desiree Young, who was Kyron's biological mother, married a man and had her first son, James. They later divorced, and Desiree had become romantically involved with Kane Horman. She later became pregnant with her second son, Kyron. It was then revealed that Kane was having an affair with a woman named Terry, and Kane and Desiree filed for a divorce. Terry and Kane were parents to James, and Desiree later remarried for a third time to Tony Young, and they became legal parents to Kyron. However, some years later, they had divorced as well. Desiree became very ill with kidney-related issues, and as she was covering, Kyron went out of the care of his father and stepmother. Kyron was attending Skyline Elementary School, and he was in the second grade. Kyron was said to attend and participate in his school's talent show and science fair. His stepmother was supposed to drive Kyron to the event, and in the car was Kyron's half-sister. The three of them go into the science fair to tour around, and Terry takes a picture of Kyron standing next to his project, and this picture would have been the last picture taken of him. According to Terry, she had watched Kyron return to his classroom as she was leaving. However, Kyron's homeroom teacher marks Kyron as absent for the day. Kyron was at school, but it was never reported that he attended the school after the science fair had ended. As Terry returned home, she posted pictures of Kyron from the fair. Kyron's father, Terry, and his sister waited for him at the bus stop. But as it arrived, the driver says she never saw Kyron after school. His parents called the school, and they report that Kyron never attended at school after the fair, and he was now missing. At 4.43, officers arrived at the school and at Kyron's home. It is then broadcasted to the phones of the parents that Kyron Horman did not attend school and was missing. At 8 p.m., search teams arrive at the school, and photos of Kyron are sent out to the news broadcasters. At 10 p.m., search teams have completed their search, and at 10.44, a caller reports that officers should check the train tracks just in case, because kids often play there. All search teams report nothing, and they couldn't find anything that would help them find Kyron. The search for Kyron has continued on since June 6, 2010. It has been 10 years since Kyron's disappearance. But who would hurt Kyron? Who had taken him from his home? Who was the main suspect of this case? That spotlight fell onto Terry Harmon, Kyron's stepmother. Terry was the last person who was seen with Kyron. Investigators had searched Terry's home and are constantly asking her questions. She has become the main suspect of this case. Terry's father talked to People Magazine and is quoted saying, She's trying to be as cooperative as she can. I guess they think she's going to break. Terry is taken into custody, but is later released because they have no evidence against her. Kane files for a divorce against Terry and is later granted a restraining order. Desiree and Terry's friends beg her to cooperate with the police and tell the truth. 
Terry is going under all these tests from police, security footage being checked, but nothing shows up. All leads end up in a dead end. No one has any information and no one knows where the young boy is. On June 1st, 2013, two years after the disappearance of Kyron, the case is still going on and is active. Desiree Young files for a lawsuit against Terry Horman and is claiming that she is responsible for the disappearance of Kyron Horman. The point of the lawsuit was to prove that Terry had kidnapped Kyron. On July 30th, 2013, it was announced that Desiree Young had dropped the lawsuit in an attempt to not interfere with police investigation. Many years pass and the police investigators are still searching for Kyron. In 2016, Terry Horman has an interview on Dr. Phil and states that she was never involved with the kidnapping of Kyron. She also claims that she was ordered to keep quiet. I was advised from the beginning by law enforcement, by my husband at the time, by attorneys in the beginning, not to say anything. I've always wanted to. I've asked multiple times to speak out and have not been allowed. Later in the interview, she says that a creepy guy in a parking lot had kidnapped Kyron, but no security footage proves that statement. In June 2018, Desiree Young releases a book called Love You Forever. The book talks about where her missing son case stands, about his stepmother and where she stands in the case, and what she believes in. Seven-year-old Kyron Harmon vanished without a trace on June 4, 2010. A decade later, the search still continues. There is a reward of 50000 for finding Kyron and is now deemed one of the most expensive missing person cases in Oregon. The investigation is still going on at Multnomah Country Sheriff's Office, and around 4,000 tips are coming in daily from the U.S. and worldwide. With Kyron still missing a decade later, everyone asks the same question. Where did he go, and is there a chance that he's still alive?